The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, Manchester United is on a three-game winning streak in Premier League play, and by God... <laughs> Despite the results not being uh, the best one so far, especially under the management of Ralph Rangnick, uh, wins a win, and uh, I, I suppose that I I, I just got to take them, right? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's over. It, it's overwhelming. I I got to tell you, you know, this winning streak actually started not long after. You know, this was actually under the management of Michael Carrick, who was the caretaker manager. And the winning streak started about 10 days ago when Manchester United hosted Arsenal at Old Trafford. And and I actually saw this game, and it was definitely an interesting game. It's you know definitely the kind of game you want to see in this kind of rivalry. And, and I figured, you know, if Manchester United could somehow find a way to pull it off against Arsenal, because keep in mind, Arsenal had been in a long winning streak prior, prior to this game. This game, I believe, snapped Arsenal's, I want to say, it must have been around a 10-game winning streak, something like that, or it was probably, it was a winning, it was, it was definitely, it must have been a winning, I mean, I know it was a winning streak of, uh, it wasn't just a winning streak, but it was an, un, an undefeated an undefeated streak of at least 10 games, if I'm correct. I just don't know, when Real Madrid, uh, excuse me, when Arsenal, I think, if, if I remember correctly, Arsenal started out 0-3, so, and Ar- Arsenal... I believe from that game, you know, coming in with had had not having lost in a long time, so a double check on on this one. But you know, this that game Manchester United and Arsenal was it's just something huge. Actually, no, but previously, you no, know, Arsenal had suffered a four nothing loss to Liverpool just not long before this game. So Arsenal had just beaten Newcastle two nothing in the previous game. Okay, but. But Arsenal was still coming in as a respectable opponent, you know, 
being better than how they started off, but you know, and, and Manchester United had basically uh, stopped doing well uh, up until that point. You know, this was actually uh, you know they had just played their first game uh, under Mike Michael Carrick when they uh, had that draw against Chelsea um, at Sanford Bridge. So, you know, so the win against the uh, Arsenal, you know, Manchester United winning three to two was huge, especially because four days prior. They suffered a one-one draw against uh, Chelsea. Not lo- I mean, even though they got the, they got at least one point. You know, at one point Manchester United actually had the lead, so it could have been a win, but it wasn't. So, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo scoring a brace uh, for uh, for the Red Devils, and you know, Arsenal actually took the lead uh, in the 13th minute from a mistake. You know, by Manchester United when one of our players accidentally uh, accidentally bumped into the David De Gea, and then. Arsenal took full advantage of it, but shortly before the first half, Bruno Fernandez made it made it one one. You know, on a beautiful score, and you know, seven minutes into the second half, Cristiano Ronaldo gave the Red Devils uh, the lead. Although that would be short lived because two minutes later, Martin Odegaard, you know, made it two to two. So, so the fact that Manchester United briefly, briefly had the lead, it truly was fun while it lasted, wouldn't you say? I mean, no doubt about it. So, from what I see is that, you know, when it was 2-2, two two, I was like, well, this, this is definitely the game that we want to see in the historic long rivalry between Manchester United and Arsenal. So, so I figure, you know, we still got time, so we, we, we need to score again. And in the 70th minute, you know, Manchester United gets awarded a penalty, and then Cristiano Ronaldo um, does, in fact, convert. Although there was a time in the game where Arsenal should have been awarded a penalty and wasn't so. So perhaps this game probably should have ended 3-3. So Manchester United certainly got lucky, but they did play well. They did play to the best of their ability. But the next uh, win uh, the, 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 the next win uh, was at home against Crystal Palace. It was, uh, it was actually about a week ago. And this was actually the first game under the management of Ralph Rangnick. And, I mean, Manchester United truly was struggling, but... And, and man, you didn't score only one goal of the game, and that was the that was the decider, and that wasn't until the seventy seventh minute, and that you know it was, it was one nothing was scored by Fred. So, so Manchester United, you know, being resilient, you know, being heavily solid on defense, you know, just to keep it, just to keep Crystal Palace from scoring. So, it, it certainly it certainly was an effort. So, and then you know, and, and then uh, just yesterday. When Manchester United was on the road playing uh, Norwich City, I mean, uh, that game w- was completely w- was ugly. I mean, of, of course, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo scores uh, scores us the game-winning goal, and, and it's off of a penalty. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing for Manchester United, considering the fact that Norwich City was actually playing very, very good. And, you know, at one point, it really just overwhelming the Red Devils. So, I mean, let me remind let me remind everybody. Norwich City is now bottom of the is bottom of the Premier League. Two wins, four draws, and ten losses. Okay, ten points buried in the bottom of the EPL, and and they were at one point overwhelming the Red Devils, and Manchester United had to escape with a win off of a penalty. <laughs> I mean, considering the fact that all the talent that was there that was starting in this game, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look at the lineup. Let, let's go ahead and do that, shall we? Well, it was definitely good to see Josh Sargent play for Norwich City, the American play for Norwich City. And, you know, and, 
And Ralph Rangnick actually put up a formation that I don't think I, I had ever seen. Four defenders, two midfielders, two f- forwards, and two strikers. Four by two by two by two. Marcus Rashford alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandez alongside Jaden Sancho. Fred alongside Scott McTonamy, and that's in the midfield. And the defense is Tellez, Harry Maguire, Victor Lind- uh, Lindelof, and Di- Diogo Dello with uh, David De Gea, the goalkeeper. So that was a pretty unique formation. And the fact that I don't remember ever seeing it, I mean, it, it might have been used before, I just don't remember it, it being seen, especially for Manchester United. I said, well, I trust Ralph Rangnick, and based on everything he has said in his press conferences and everything, all the potential that he has and all the success he had with RP Leipzig, I trust this guy, and I've said, dude, we might see something huge. We might see something super unique because, god damn it, ladies and gentlemen, Ralph Rangnick is super unique. There, Let me remind you once again, there is a damn good reason that both Jurgen Klopp and Thomas Tuchel idolize the guy. That's number one. Number two, I'm pretty sure there is many goddamn reasons why he is considered the godfather of, of modern German soccer. Those two huge things right there, they don't just give that to anybody. For you to be idolized by both Thomas Tuchel and Jurgen Klopp, two German dudes who won the, who's won the Champions League recently, that is huge. And again, especially in the, in, the, in the German soccer, they're not just gonna they're just not they're not just gonna name they're not just gonna refer to somebody as the godfather of modern German soccer to anybody. You have to earn it. And Ralph Rangnick sure, sure as hell did earn it, big time. So, anyway, I got that out of the way. So, Ralph Rangnick, basically, I mean, his first two wins are not the prettiest, but you know what? It's it's a building process. I mean, we, we I mean, let's be honest. Did we really think that Ralph Rangnick was going to turn Manchester United around just like that? I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. Rome was not built in a day, you know? I mean, it is progress. It's not, it's not the best results, but at least, at least it, it is positive progress. I mean... Manchester United has won three straight games in Premier League play, so that's something. I mean, one of them was that was under Michael Carrick, but still, at least Ralph Rangnick is start is basically keeping what Michael Carrick started. He's going to try to keep it alive for Manchester United to keep to stay on a winning streak. Now, Manchester United didn't finish the, the Champions League group stage the way I hoped. They actually finished it at, at, with a one-one draw at home against Young Boys. I mean, the same club that actually beat Manchester United Manchester United in the first. Champions League group game, but you know, looking at the lineup for, for the game against young young boys, none of the starters played. You know, and those. And, and, and speaking of a formation I had never seen, I mean, here's another one: four by one by four by one, four one four one. You know, Dean Henderson started as at the goalkeeper. There were four defenders: Luke Shaw, Nick Matic, Eric Bailey, and Aaron Juan Bissaka. Donny Van de Beek was the sole midfielder, and then there were four, four forwards, and Mason Greenwood was put in that was deployed as the sole striker. Diallo, Juan Mata, Jesse Lingard, and Ilanga were both there as the forwards. I mean, look at that: four defenders, one midfielder, and then you're gonna use four forwards with a sole striker. That, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, is unique. You know why? Because, god damn it. Ralph Rangnick is super unique. He's trying new things with Manchester United. He's show us, showing us things that I have. He's showing me things that I've never seen. 
I guess what I'm trying to tell you folks is that Ralph Rennick is already trying to make an impact for me too. Like he's giving me things to talk about too. Like I'm doing right now, these formations that I had never seen. I want to be perfectly honest. If they've been seen in the Premier League before, I just wasn't aware of it. I've just not seen things like that with Manchester United. So, I mean, keep in mind, Ralph Rennick invented a certain way of style of play. So, I, I guess you know what I'm saying is, uh, you better. Uh, you, you, the Manchester United, uh, all, all the players, you know, the reserve players, the young youths, and everybody, they're gonna get to work, you know, under under the leadership of Ralph Rangnick. I mean, keep in mind, Ralph Rangnick may be the manager for only six months, but after that, he's gonna be in upper management. You damn right, he's gonna make some big changes. I mean, let's not forget, a source indicated that Ralph Rangnick will be will have a have a huge responsibility in bringing in the next permanent manager. I mean, what I'm telling, trying to tell you folks is that Ralph Rangnick is going to make changes, and those changes have already started. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Please don't go anywhere. Internet FC will be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. This is Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about Manchester United's recent wins, and they are on a three-game winning streak. <sighs> now, from the standings right now, Manchester United is in fifth place. It's definitely better than they were before because not long ago they were in eighth place. So they're moving, they're, they're taking steps forward. But unfortunately, they are nine points shy of Chelsea, who's in third place, but they're one point shy of West Ham United. Okay. Manchester, Manchester City, is, who's in first place, is 11 points clear. And Liverpool, who's in second place, is 10 points clear. Uh, the chances of probably finishing third, or I mean, they could measure, that, that's definitely possible. But with, I think we all know clearly that Manchester United's uh, ch- hopes of uh, somehow miraculously winning the English Premier League title, I think that's that's dead in the water. I mean, that, that's not going to happen. But in our, in our case, in Manchester United's case... It's better to just do good enough to finish in the top four so you can secure a spot in, in the Champions League for the next year. And speaking of the Champions League, we are about to see the draw for the round of 16. And it was actually super amazing to see that despite all the woes going on with Manchester United, Manchester United actually won their group. And, you know, Atalanta won't be won't be advancing to the knockout stage. Villarreal will. And Villarreal beat Manchester United in the final of the Europa League last year. So... 
you know, the round of 16 of the Champions League for Manchester United will be an ultimate test. I mean, who knows who they'll face in the first round? Maybe Bayern Munich? Maybe Paris Saint-Germain? Maybe Real Madrid? I mean, they, they could face anybody. So, you know, but, you know, and we'll find out tomorrow, but Ralph Rangnick, I can assure you that whoever he faces, he is going to come up with a plan to, to the best of his ability for Manchester United to, to win at all costs. I mean, like I said, Ralph Rangnick is a one-of-a-kind, unique manager. Out of, you know, I, I said those two aspects. He's idolized by Jurgen Klopp and Thomas Tuchel. He's considered the godfather of modern day of modern German soccer. Okay. You know, here's something else that they don't just give to anybody: the fact that he took RP Leipzig from the fourth tier of German soccer to the top tier. That is incredible, and God knows how many times I've said it on the show. It's just so incredible. I just cannot stop praising Ralph Rangnick for all the major accomplishments. The dude is super well respected. The dude is super knowledgeable. He has a great passion for soccer. There is a huge reason why he has achieved major success in his career. And who knows all the success that's waiting him, waiting for him moving forward, especially working in the English Premier League. So I have no doubt. Whoever Manchester United has to go against in the round of 16, Ralph Rangnick, Rangnick is going to conjure up plans to find a way for Manchester United to get the job done. No, don't be surprised. You know, you know, anything could happen. If Manchester United unfortunately suffers the loss in the round of 16 or if they pull off the, the miracle, I mean, like I said, the next six months is going to be something. We're, we're going to see how things go. But I can assure you that under the management of Ralph Rangnick, the players are going to be working extra hard. And that goes for Cristiano Ronaldo because we all know the certain style that Ralph Rangnick is known to have invented is instead of retreating after losing control of the ball, no, his tactics, his style is to immediately fight back to regain control of the ball. In other words, you're going to keep busting your ass. Everybody's going to play defense. Everybody's going to play their positions. The bottom line is you... under Ralph Rangnick, under his management, under his leadership, under his tactics, his formation, play style, whatever, you bet your ass that you're going to be busting your ass every single second of those 90 minutes. Okay? If, if you feel like, if, if you want to be lazy or you're just not up to par, well, guess what? Ralph Rangnick will not hesitate to sit your ass on the bench. Ralph Rangnick is not afraid of anybody. I mean, this goes to Cristiano Ronaldo, too. You better get ready to work hard because we all know Cristiano Ronaldo is not is certainly not the kind of player that plays defense. Well, you know what? Under Ralph Rangnick, Cristiano Ronaldo certainly may have no choice. But you know what? In Cristiano Ronaldo's case, he's very fortunate to have a very good manager at the moment because you know Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is not there anymore. So you're damn right you can expect major changes. But at the same time, I don't think that Cristiano Ronaldo is going to have a problem. I mean, the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo has a good manager now, I'm sure that he sees that. And I'm sure he wants, wants to do anything for the club. But you know, at this point, is if if the tactics require him to play defense, Ronaldo needs to understand that you know he's got to do his part. So, you know, and I say this because you know a lot of there was a lot of concern about Cristiano Ronaldo moving forward under the management and leadership of Ralph Rangnick, and and I told everybody, look, if Ronaldo's not happy, then uh, I, I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna accommodate his demands to the best of their ability. But Ronaldo wanted to come back here, so he's gonna he's gonna do his best to the club. So I'm sure things are gonna work work out fine, and 
let's not forget, you know, Ronaldo is, is, is actually uh, scored the game-winning penalty, and you know, but but again, the formation. I'm sure he's still learning. He's still trying to adapt to it, and you know, and I'm sure Ronaldo has no problem so far, and he's going to be fine. So, you know, again, those two formations that we saw against Crystal Palace and Norwich City, again, ladies and gentlemen, I had never ever seen them before. So. I, I don't even know if Ronaldo's ever seen them before. I don't even know if Ronaldo, Ronaldo has even ever thought of things like uh, of such formations. You know, the bottom line is even if even in Ronaldo's case, despite his experience and all the 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 all the endless accomplishments that he's achieved in his life in his long illustrious career, there's always something to learn. So, for Ronaldo Ronaldo to learn something new, that's not a bad thing. I mean, after everything he's done, of course, there's always something new to learn. I mean, that's soccer for you. I mean, I'm pretty sure Lionel Messi's, you know, learned a lot of new things, you know, playing for the French League, huh? The bottom line is, the more you succeed, the more you, you know, the more you learn, the more you succeed, and and then these more things that you learn, I mean, you're always going to be learning. You're In soccer or anything, you're always learning, you're always busting your ass to achieve the next accomplishment. It's it's about, you know, keep, you know keeping up the pace and continuing to work hard and, you know, and, and just building like that, you know, and, and Ronaldo at this point, you know, 36 years old, you know, he's basically at the point where he's going to start you know, going to the closing stages of his career. And no doubt in my mind that Cristiano Ronaldo wants to finish his career with his head up. It would be good for him in his case, you know, to finish his career with... He's back where it all started. I mean, his first club was actually Sporting CP, the Portuguese club. But his first big break was with Manchester United. So in Ronaldo's case, for him to finish strong where it all started, that would be the best thing for Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo that would be the best thing for him. So, so again, I, I, I really don't think that there's anything going on wrong between Ralph Rangnick and Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm sure they've had great conversations. I'm sure Ralph Rangnick has has a lot of respect for Ronaldo, and I'm sure Ronaldo has a lot of respect for Ralph. I'm sure these guys, you know, you know, they're going to be working well together, and you know, and I'm sure Ronaldo's going to do fine. He's going to find a way to pull through in, in these schemes, and everything's everything's going to be okay. So. So moving forward about Manchester United, and I apologize, I you know kind of got too far, but Manchester United is going to have to keep winning games in Premier League play at, at all costs. But unfortunately, there's actually something a, a bit of a setback, a bit of a hiccup to worry about because Goal.com actually released a story that apparently Manchester United has suffered a quote COVID outbreak with players and staff testing positive and being sent home from training unquote. Man, basically, you know, the first thing they say is that apparently a number of people at the club tested positive for the virus, and as a result, they had they had to be sent home. And according to Gold.com, and according to Tom Mallows, the the sports writer who wrote this piece, Manchester United is the latest Premier League club to suffer an outbreak of COVID nineteen, and the problem is, I mean, and he mentioned and he mentions this is now now there are fears that the outbreak could spread even further and. And the problem is, uh, Manchester United is actually scheduled to play Brentford on Tuesday. And the, the bigger hiccup is, is the fact that Manchester United is supposed to be on the road. So, things are not looking too good. I mean, uh, Manchester United has two Premier League games this week. On Tuesday, they travel to Brentford, to tra- travel to Brentford. And then at, uh, on Saturday, they host Brighton. So, this is now not really a good time at all, so... Oh boy! So I guess we'll we'll probably find out more uh, within the next twenty four hours or so. So 
Uh, I mean, if if they have to postpone the game, I I, I guess it's 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 for the better. But although um, although it is mentioned here that Goal.com says that the whole group that traveled to Norwich all tested negative in the latest round of the routine tests. So I guess that's a bit of uh, a bit of a relief, but. <coughs> Um, of course, they 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 haven't released uh, the names of you know. They say that several players and several coaches tested positive, but but you know we'll have to wait and see goes. But the fact that nine, it's a total of nine players and staff that that, that supposedly tested positive. It's well, I'm not sure. I might have been. It's actually unclear how how many players tested positive. Uh, I was reading something different. It was not nine. It was actually this article actually reminds us back. Uh, in July, when nine when nine players and coach and coaching staff tested positive, so and this was actually bad in July. This was actually the first COVID scare of the season, reminding us that in July nine players and staff recorded tested positive for the virus, and that forced the cancel the cancellation of a of a preseason exhibition game against Preston North End. So anyway, we'll just have to find we'll just have to see how things go and. And from what I from what I understand, I mean, even though this piece mentions it, it's pretty obvious that if the game against uh, Brentford were to be called off, then it would be no surprise if the game against Brighton was called off too, you know, as a precaution. But uh, I'm really hoping it doesn't come to that. But if it does, then then so be it. I mean, it's frustrating, but you know, you know, I'll be perfectly honest. You know, I've had it up to here with this whole. COVID crisis going on going on around the world, so I mean, I get it. It's frustrating, and I pray for it to end every day. But unfortunately, it's it is what it is. But uh, I'd imagine that on Monday, when this episode will be published, uh, I'd imagine we'll get more news to, uh, on that day. But un- until then, I mean, all I know is, is from Red Red, and, and this is from Tom Mallows of a uh, gold doc of gold So uh, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm seriously hoping that the two games do happen because Manchester United is, is hot right now. They need to ex- make that winning streak from three and try to make it five this week. So, and I know that they can they can do it. So, all I can do is simply hope for the best. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.